Welcome, guys, back to the Post 20 Podcast. You are listening to episode 86. Uh, I am back after a one to two week hiatus. Whenever you're listening to this, uh, was in Florida for a bachelor party, like Evan said in the last episode. Um, enjoyed my time. First time in Florida, or back in Florida, I should say, in like 12 years. Uh, can actually experience everything now, what they have to offer, and was a overall good experience. But uh, back here with my boy Ev. Ev, how you doing? Oh, I'm good, man. Kind of just chilling. Um, mm-hmm. Just been grinding. I have a bit of a new schedule. Things have switched up a little bit. Just playing golf, hanging out with my girlfriend. Yeah. You know, just just trying to get by, man. I just need the summer to fucking end. I'm I'm over it at this point. I'm I'm ready for some some cool crisp fall air. I'm ready for the shoes to be out of my fucking air. Yeah, like it's just getting a little overwhelming, as as you know. Yeah, work's eased up a little bit since the week before and after the 4th. Mm-hmm. That was like the major influx of uh, people ordering stuff. And uh, the past week or so, uh, since being back from Florida, um, the, the load's definitely been lightened up there at the office. It's not as much uh, Amazon stuff, and the mail's a little lighter. So we're getting out sooner. So it's working out. I'm really happy right now with how things are going. Um We're getting closer and closer to the start of the Premier League. That starts in about three to four weeks, roughly. Um, We have the Olympics going on right now. Uh, A lot of U23 age players on there. Uh, There's a couple first-team players from major clubs. We were saying before recording, Richarlson uh, had a great game for Brazil the other night. I think he scored three goals. Uh, We have the Gold Cup going on still. Uh, So that's starting to get into the... um, the round of 16 soon that should be starting up i think the u.s is going to play jamaica or costa rica one of the two in the knockout round so that should be interesting to see how these players do in these tough situations uh but uh what we mainly talk about here is the premier league so the rough idea of what today's episode is going to be is what we've done in the past or started to we're going to break down each team's transfer rumors and confirmed signings in the premier league and then once we wrap up all that we might dabble into uh, the other leagues and top uh, players, maybe what they're doing, moving on, and the rumors there. But um, yeah, we're going to go from t- alphabetical order, uh, top to bottom. We're going to talk about confirmed signings, how that impacts the team. And then we're also going to talk about the rumors going on right now, what what players are linked, uh, if that signing makes sense for the club, and how um, how strong that move is looking right now. So um starting off right away let's just get into it because at times we can kind of ramble on here and add 10 minutes of of uh kind of like what's the word i'm looking jargon just like 10 minutes of like or no not not jargon but i know what you mean just like fluff nonsense Uh, that's what i'm trying to say yeah so obviously starting up first arsenal uh, the only major signing so far that they've made besides that Nuno Tavares, who did score in a friendly recently, mm-hmm. um, Lokanga, I believe that's how you pronounce it. He's Belgian and uh, from Dominican Republic of Congo. He's got multinational links there. Um, this is a central midfielder signing. I know there's links right now that Xhaka is um, agreed terms to go to Roma. Yep. Mourinho's kind of lured him out of there after having such a nice performance in the Euros. Mm-hmm. Um, so club captain's leaving. You're getting a youngster in there. And also, um, I, there's links that uh, Sheffield are finally going to cash in on Sebastian Berg, who's a holding midfielder. 
uh, Arsenal were linked with them towards the end of the season. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of midfielders coming in, a lot of midfielders leaving. Uh, what do you think so far about that business, Evan? Is there any other area they need to focus on? Um, well, it seems to me that the club is going to stick with what they have up top. Um, we're not linked to any attackers. So um, I've kind of just put that out of my mind, even though I think, you know, I, I said last time, Maybe fresh legs up top is something that we should focus on. But if they want to put maybe soccer or something like that into one of those winger roles or, or even, mm -hmm. you know, into the center of the park, he, he kind of played, you know, various roles in the Euro. And I think he's talented enough to fill a couple different spots. Um, but but the club, it appears, has has decided to not pursue any sort of attacking player. So if we're gonna if we're gonna try and shore up the midfield and the and the uh, back line, then you know I I think that's fine. And I think Lakonga's young. I think he's you know he's got really fresh legs uh, coming from Anderlecht, a club that's known for you know producing some some really solid talent. Um, and I'm excited to see how that turns out. We got him for thirteen point two uh mill so you know we didn't break the bank and then Tavares, 21 year old left back um portuguese played in benfica played for benfica in a portuguese league which again produces fantastic talent so yeah. um i think that's a i think that's a good move you know we're gonna have to see how they how they turn out these guys could be rotation players or they could be guys that we are seeing you know start um a strong a strong midfield for arsenal i think is very important and i think that's really where where they when they're good that's where they have their most talent and most quality so hopefully uh hopefully these signings work out um and really the only thing i'm looking at still is a keeper um yeah. and it looks like um i saw sam johnston is potentially looking there because they're looking yeah. for a young English. they were looking they were originally looking at ramsdale yeah that's not gonna uh, happen now there's though. now there's links with uh Johnston, I think it'd be a nice move because both of those teams were relegated, so they can get him at a discount. But yeah, uh, they're gonna probably have to pay more up front because of the English price tag. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I just think I don't think Leno's really gonna work out for that much longer. Um, mm -hmm. He's on a pretty heavy contract too, so if we can get him out, um, you know, I, I think that would be beneficial long term, especially. Yeah, a, co a couple other Englishmen you were saying, they weren't looking too much attackers. They just had to uh, rene renegotiate uh, Smith-Rowe's contract. Yep. He just signed an extension. Yep. There were rumors that Aston Villa were potentially going to lure him in. Mm -hmm. Whether or not they lost Grealish to City or not, I think they were going to do it either way. Uh, so he gets a little paycheck there. Uh, and also there were rumors about James Madison potentially making a move to London. Um, I think that'd be great for that team with the depth they have there at that position. Uh, you have young players like Smithrow and Saka kind of there. And having somebody more experienced like Madison might be a little catalyst for uh, Aubameyang and Lacazette to pop off up top. Yep, that's true. Um, I think that the re-signing um, Smithrow is great. Uh, it looks like Villa bid for him twice. So yeah. it, it, it's a really good sign, I think, that... Well, I guess it's up to Arsenal and kind of Smith Rowe too, mm -hmm. um, to to renegotiate and make sure that he stays at Arsenal. Um, it's his boy boyhood club, so you know that's really yeah. important, and it's it's so important to have homegrown talent, um, and especially after the the second half that he had last year, uh, I'm really excited to see what he can bring to the team again this season. Yeah, and he changed his number. He's number ten now, so he has yes. a, a big boy number too. So that's awesome. It, that's big signs there.
All right, moving on to Aston Villa now. Uh, no new business for them coming in um, or out, really. Nothing huge. Yep. Uh, um, rumors right now is a lot of uh, Leon Bailey I'm seeing here looking for a winger Ooh. out there. That's potentially... He's been having issues. I think Arsenal, I saw a couple articles, lost interest in him for injury issues, if not. Yeah. But um, I think that's definitely something Aston Villa needs is more attack, maybe one or two more people. Uh, for rotation and depth just to give Grealish um, some rested legs and also somebody else to uh, take the focus off of him. So there's not really much else I'm looking at here. I mean, Astaville overall, I think, has a, a decent squad. They did finish top 10, which is a solid performance uh, after the previous year of just making it out of relegation. Um, I think their main focus is just to, I would say, just bulk up in the midfield i think that's where they they're most of their weaknesses because uh besides douglas louise they didn't really have a solid holding midfielder in there to really um get stick in the dirty tackles and really clean things up for them is there anywhere else you think they could focus on uh villa yeah um yeah i mean the, bringing in buendia i think i said this last time <clears throat> is is great um but I don't think that it ever hurts, especially because you're going to probably lose Grealish sometime in the next, I don't know, maybe not this season, but next season. Um, you probably need another like go-to guy up top um, because you can't, you can't rely on just having Grealish to be able, you know, being the one that controls everything up there. Um, and right. maybe Buendia will be that guy where, you know, you can constantly force it to him on the wing. Um, but, I mean, who's up there right now as their starting striker? It's... Um, Ollie Watkins. I mean, he had, yeah, like it seven, is. He had it, about 15, 16 goals this year, which was solid for his first year in the Prem coming from Brentford. That's true. But don't you think they need a better backup? Who did they have? Um, they Originally, they were starting Wesley up there, and he yeah, faded out of his yeah. extent. And then besides, I think Ollie Watkins pretty much played every single game. And yeah, like, because they, was, cause he had to. Because they don't yeah, have there, a back, another guy. There was no, there was zero backup for him. So that's definitely somewhere. Yeah. And I mean, they they did slow um, this Samada guy who was a forward. So oh yeah, they're def they're definitely looking to invest into an attacker at least. But yeah, they they might begin a winger. There's reports apparently Todd Cantwell is closing in on a deal. Maybe. Oh, all right. They're so they're trying to fully sweep all the Norwich stars, but. Yep. Uh, there's there's a lot of time go a lot of time for them to do things right now. Um, so moving on to Brentford now. Brentford, another team. They made some signings now. They signed uh, how do you pronounce Christoph Ayer yeah. from uh, Celtic. They got him from Celtic. That's a huge. That's a huge good deal. That's a Seven, good move. Seventeen mil for a young twenty three year old center back yep. uh, to anchor. That could be like how Fulham last year got Joachim Anderson on loan. Uh, he could have that type of year, getting more eyes on him. And also they signed uh, Frank Onyenka, mm -hmm. uh, central midfielder from uh, FC Mid... Oh, my God. That's Mitchell. Yeah, they're the... Um, they're yeah, Danish, they're Danish. They? A lot of players are moving around in that Danish league after uh -huh. uh, the Euros. So a lot of people are on their eyes. A bunch of young players they got. They promoted somebody from their reserves. Uh, Mads Bistrup, he's also Danish. Yep. So they love those... Uh, they love what is it? What is that area Scandinavian. called? Scandinavian. They love this. They're Scandinavians. Um, 
they're still they still need like a big striker. I think that's something they need to look for. Yeah. Um, I think it's nice to bulk up their defense because we've seen in the past with um, West Brom and other teams like that, if you give up 60, 70 goals, no matter how many you score, you're going to have trouble to stay up. So um, starting from the back is always smart. Um, hopefully they trust our goalkeeper. That's always a nice one. As long as you can get a solid spine in the team with Premier League experience, uh, you, you won't do too bad. Um I don't really know much about their manager, really, or anything. We're going to have to wait and see after the first few weeks, but a lot of speculations, but some good business being made by them. Yeah, so their key guy, um, their their most expensive attacker is Ivan Toney. He's locked in until 2025, so he's he's worth about 30.8 mil on the market. He he scored like 26 goals last year. He had a lot of goals, and he's one of the guys that I've been very... Like I'm very excited to see how he performs because he's quite electric. I watched some, um, I watched a couple like goal compilations of promoted teams, just because we don't get to honestly like I don't think either of us watch enough of the lower leagues, especially even the one right below the prem. Um, and uh, I think like he might be one of those guys that comes up and kind of dominates like like Bamford did. Um, I'm really I'm really kind of excited to see how he plays. He's definitely somebody um, you could bet on. Like, I took a chance with Ollie Watkins last year, and it yeah. paid off. And I think Tooney could definitely do the same. Yep. So that's a good shout there. Definitely going to keep an eye on him. Um, moving on now, we have Brighton. They have not done any business um, yet since, or I shouldn't, I shouldn't say yet, but since the last time. Yep. Um, they're st- they still haven't sold Basuma yet. Basuma's still with the club. That's a that's good su- sign for that's them. Surprising to me. Maybe people are getting cold feet on on Basuma or something, but I don't know why. I think that's definitely somebody if you have an opening need to do so. To get rid of him now, yeah. And, yeah, jump on him. Seeing rumors here, they might they're looking at Nat Phillips. Not sure about Ooh. that one. Um, we got here Brighton closing on a Chelsea youngster. I'll get to that later when we get to Chelsea, but yeah, um, and they still kept Ben White. I forgot to say with Arsenal, they've been looking at Ben White for a while too as a central defender. I know they keep sitting on it, and we just signed a defender, so now I'm kind of worried. Mm-hmm. So, Brian's a weird team. We know um, Graham Potter is a solid manager. He has a great tactics of playing very compact defense, and um, can be annoying at times. We they did get 14 draws this year, the most out of anybody. Um, and they also could not score a lot in that situation. But attack is definitely somewhere they need. Mupai is inconsistent, especially when he's a behavior problem. Uh, we know Trussard is decent up there. Um, Welbeck's having a decent preseason, but he's injury prone. Yep. So I'm looking here. They, they're talking about a Celtic striker, this Edward, mm-hmm. young young forward for them who's doing decent. Um, so I don't really know much. There's nothing really going on here for them. Uh, they ha- have a solid base, but definitely need two or three signings to if they want to move up in the table. Yep. Correct. All right. If you have nothing else to add, we can I move do on then. Yeah, we'll <laughs> move on because, I don't know, every time I talk about those fuckers, it's just, it's, they're a cursed club. Yeah, same thing here for the next club. You have problems with them. Burnley. Oh, oh yes, I uh, do. <laughs> They finally let go Wayne Hennessy. I believe he got picked up. Yeah, Crystal Palace picked him up again. Um, He's been on that team like four different times. 
Mm-hmm. The so. fuck? Or no. Did he? Oh, he signed for Burnley. Sorry, I read that wrong. Oh, he's in the end column. Yeah, sorry, I misread okay. that. I was looking. Yeah, Hennessy's with Burnley now, so he's backing up Nick Pope. Yep. Um, I did see Begovic signed with Norwich. Or no, was it Watford? He signed with one of the new teams as backup. That's a good signing as a backup, really. Yeah, I, I, I we'll see here later on. I forget, but yeah. Um, Burnley, not really much. Um, a lot of rumors about uh. Dwight McNeil potentially leaving their yeah. their star winger, um, great player for them. Um, they're in talks potentially trying to loan Maitland Niles in. There's a couple clubs looking to get him. We yeah. know Joe Willock is is uh, looking to go out on loan probably again too. Um, Newcastle is big fans of him. Obviously, um, he saved them plenty of times to not get relegated last season. Yep. But uh, yeah, I mean, Burnley's not a location most players want to go. It's going to be really tough to talk, to sign them. Dean Smith, at times, can have a solid team, but at the same time, uh, they're flat-footed a lot and don't have the most speed. So yeah, it's going to be tough for them to sign people, really. Yeah, well, the the way that they play, I think, is so unappealing to so many young players. They kind of play old man football. Like that's that's kind of how I see it. Um. There's very little electricity. Every once in a while, you can get, you know, a game where where Burnley somehow puts five in, but it's not. There's not a ton of spark, and when there's not a ton of spark, I think it's it's hard to lure young players in. Um, I mean, if you if you look at the young players that are coming in, they're not attackers. Nathan Collins came in; he's a center back. Um, Bedeau came in, he's another center back. And I mean, he came from Scunthorpe and he's, it was a free. Um, so I think that's, again, it's going to be a problem for, for Burnley going forward. Um, they have to hope that McNeil doesn't leave and hope that they can continue to get, um, some mileage out of, uh, Jay Rodriguez. Otherwise, like, oof, it, it could be a really tough season for Burnley again. Yeah, I'm seeing here. I scroll down a little bit more. There's talks of potentially bringing in Yarmolenko from West Ham. Uh, that'd be a great signing for them, I think. Yeah, he had a decent Euro Euros uh, tournament for himself, and uh, West Ham are apparently are paying him 115k a week, so they definitely want to get that off the bill if he's not playing consistently. Yep. So uh, that's Burnley for you. Uh, now we get to Chelsea. Got a lot of issues with them right now. Um, have not brought in anybody yet, but are just continuously selling off uh, young talent. Yeah. Uh, they also saw, finally, Drew left. He went to Milan. Uh, I want to say thank you, Olivier, um, for all of you done for Chelsea. Um, just, it's hard to see you leave, but I yeah, know. it sucks. I know that um, you'll do well for Milan. I mean, you got him and, him and Zlatan there now, so. Oh, I know. He belongs in a city like Milan. Can you imagine? Giroud will absolutely clean up in Milan, dude. He definitely yeah. just went for the women, like 100%. Isn't he married? Who cares? Oh, true. <laughs> it's Giroud. He's been caught cheating like six times. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like on camera. It's, uh -huh. it, that's well documented. He went uh, for a pittance. 1.1 million. Absolute yeah. poverty. Yeah, but I'm sure his wage was a lot, at least 150K. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm sure it is, too. But um, we just sold another young center back. I think Mark Guehi. I'm not. I'm always mispronouncing these, but 
he was a youngster, uh, central defender for Chelsea last two seasons. He's been out alone. Yep. Most recently for Swansea, uh, young twenty, I think twenty two, twenty three year old center. Oh, it's right here, twenty one. Yep. Uh, we sold him for twenty five mil to Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace doing good business with um, having the lore of Patrick Vieira as their manager. Yeah. I feel like that's a great lore for young players that um yeah, watched him growing up. That's a that's a big um plus for them. Yeah. Um, but. The, with all these rumors about signing a top striker, whether it's Holland, Lewandowski, Lukaku, I just saw a backup as a, another Bundesliga striker. I forgot his name, but all that is filtering into Timo, potentially looking to leave. Um, his thing is, if they sign somebody big, he's definitely going to look to leave because they, that's what they brought him in, and it's going to cut into his time, which I don't blame him. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's fair to him at, like with the year he had. He probably had one of the toughest years. It was like Fernando Torres esque after leaving Liverpool. I think after I think if he does it again this season, then we look. But I I understand with what the market's offering right now. I think now's the time to jump on things. But it's tough for him. So that'd be sad to see him leave like that. But um, it's all striker rumors. Uh, potentially Hazard is looking to come back. I don't want him back with all our young talent. (laughs) Um, I love what he did for the club, and um, I just don't think adding him will help Pulisic in them. I'm, I'm being biased here with Pulisic and those guys. Even Ziyech, I think Ziyech deserves more time. Oh, I think uh, you're they, right. They didn't get a fair shake, so I don't think bringing him back would be a good move. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then we have the drama with um, Tammy looking yeah. to leave, or not even looking to leave. It's we're trying to sell him. I know Hudson Odoi has been rumored, but he wants to stay mm-hmm. uh, with all of his Bayern links. Um, Ross Barkley potentially going to leave for uh, West Ham or something. Yeah. Uh, what's what's my call it? Um, Loftus Cheek, uh, Kurt Zuma, because Christensen's getting picked over him. Zuma might be leaving soon. So there's a lot of people that are leaving, but there's not a lot of people coming in and. It's tough. I mean, there's rumors here with Kimpembe. We're looking for our new center back. I think that's the right move. Get somebody like that. And I think PSG is definitely a place to go and do business because they're bringing in all these people and they need to offload. Barcelona's in the same boat. Uh, They listed eight players. They're listing to sell. Uh, Griezmann, Longley, and uh, potentially Dest is one of those people. I think I, I saw he was linked to Arsenal. vaguely, But I think that'd be a great signing uh, to replace Bellerin for them. And that would grow their American base even more. Yeah. But um, what do you think all the Chelsea drama? Do you think Tuchel is doing the right thing by focusing on a striker? Or do you think there's something else he needs to be focusing on? Or, do you, or does he just stick with the squad he has? Well, I think the squad he has is very good. Um, I don't think... So, so that other Bundesliga guy, the backup, because um, yeah. they very briefly looked at Lewandowski, and then obviously there's the whole... Alon saga, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, no, I don't either. I don't think I don't think Chelsea thinks it's gonna happen. I don't think Dortmund thinks it's gonna happen either. But um, uh, the the guy that they were eyeing as maybe a, a Bundesliga backup was yeah. Um, he plays for Stuttgart. His name is Sasha Kalajic. He's um he is Pol- Austrian. I think he's Austrian. Um, he I remember watching him in the Euro. I think he got a consolation goal in the Euro too. Um, like like later on when they lost uh, in the round of sixteen, but yeah, um, I don't think that eyeing a striker is what they need to do. 
Chelsea have enough quality, especially with the if they do other business, like if they do bring in Kimbempe or something like that, offload Zuma, offload some of those other wages, Tammy, because um, if they don't offload Tammy, they're going to have to pay him. Um, if you offload those guys and bring in Kimbempe, maybe another central midfielder as a backup or somebody to play alongside Jorginho, um, although I don't think they should get rid of him at this point either. No. Um, that that would be better off because if you're going to bring in, let's say you bring in the Kalachich guy and Timo leaves, then you have to deal with that entire, you have to pay him out. A little, you're going to have to pay him something because his contract is like unreal. And yeah. nobody's going to, I don't think anybody's going to take his contract. Do you know what I mean? Like I think I think Byron would, especially if the timing works to where Lewandowski leaves. Yeah, but where's Lewandowski gonna go? Is because who wants to pay his wages? Yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, Madrid would. Yeah, I guess that's that's fair because Madrid's the only they're the only team in Spain that's not in that has the money and isn't in fucking dire financial straits. So that that's a that's a good that's a good landing spot for him. Um, but I just don't think I think you need to give Timo another year. I mean. You you you've seen what he what he did at at um, Leipzig like he is he's so good he's so good at getting himself in positions to score he just had a really tough time finishing last year um, and and I think that after a year you know and and an off season where he's training and and playing with with other German guys especially Havertz. Um, like their chemistry is gonna be better this year there's no way that it's worse and I just it pains me. I don't want him to leave the Prem. I think he's he's extremely right. talented. I think he's really good, and I think Chelsea would be shooting themselves in the foot getting rid of him so early. Um, of course, you know those execs and and Tuchel especially. He knows he knows best because he's German and he knows these guys. He's he's played he's he's coached teams that have played against them and coached them to for a while at least now. Um, and I just. I don't know. He knows best, but I just don't see how getting rid of of Werner would would be the move. Like that's just not the move for me. I, I I'm. What do you think? Yeah, I don't see us getting a striker, but I we're definitely either. gonna we're definitely gonna need a rotational goalie because we lost yeah. two, and we're always talking about letting Kepa go. But Kepa seemed to turn out to be in a decent backup. Yeah, um, we kind of got over the whole child of sack in the FA Cup final and all of his drama, but. I'm loving Mendy. Mendy's a solid starter. Oh, he's a demon, dude. He's so good. Uh huh. He seems like he has a good personality in camp, and um, I think Tuchel having to dig into to uh, teams he formerly managed is a great idea. Like I said, PSG. Um, he can touch in on um Dortmund, obviously, but um, he's definitely going to need at least one or two big signings because after you win a championship, um, you kind of get you kind of get um. What's the word? You get complacent, yeah. and you just think the same squad's going to do it again. But you always need fresh blood to really give a boost and add that competitive edge to push them. That's like how City is always at the top. They always bring in new people, and they always just keep pushing to win even by even more points. True. So I think right now they're in a Chelsea's in a weird spot transfer wise, and also people are trying to make up money for the COVID times. So they're they're trying to sell off. Some small clubs are probably trying to sell off some people just to make up for the difference, and big clubs are trying to sign big guys to make up in the merchandise section of the of the club. So 
It's yeah. tough business right now. I mean, there I saw next year, Ronaldo and Mbappe are probably going to be on the market, so that's probably going to be even crazier. But I think right now they uh, they need to to keep their head lo- keep their heads low and really try to focus on fewer targets. Yeah, it's probably so. true. So we'll see. We'll 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 update them. We'll update uh, everybody here next week on what they do. If you are in our already aren't following, uh, but uh, moving on to potentially, uh, it's going to be an interesting squad to watch. I'm interested in seeing what they do. Uh, is Crystal Palace uh, being managed by Patrick Vieira? We know he's an Arsenal legend. Yep. Um, I'm sure you're very interested to see how he does opening up the first couple weeks, how they play, yeah. uh, and how he influences those the style of the team because we know in the past, uh, Palace can play like a Burnley or somebody at time or another team at times. Uh, but with all this young talent coming in, like I said, the center back from Chelsea, uh, we talked about the Reading boy. Uh, I'm sure they're in the. Uh, they signed Townsend. He's on the other end of the spectrum in age, but he has that experience. So they're bringing in a lot of attackers. They're trying to reinforce the depth of the squad uh, and really add some flair to the team. They're going to have to make up. We talked in the past um, for the Eze injury. He'll be out until December. So it's very important they get off to a very strong start. Um, I'm looking here. They're trying to resign, or what is that set to lose? Oh yeah, they they're having trouble getting Kerry Cahill to come back uh, yeah. due to his wages. Um, people don't want to take wage cuts. Um, same thing with Sako. He's potentially going to leave. So yeah, right now they're probably having trouble with their defense. They're trying to make up um, with the signings of of Gway and other players, but um promising signs for palace don't you think yeah i think so i think the the viera thing could be a disaster or i think it could be really good um yeah. you know the how the manager thing is especially at like mid-table clubs sometimes it's a really good fit like nuno was a really good fit at wolves for a period obviously he's gone now yeah um but but that's you know that's kind of the, just the way things go with the small clubs or i don't want to say small but palace is a pretty small club so um yeah the vr thing could be a complete like blow up uh nuclear disaster or it could be really good and they could you know um contend for for high middle table um not a ton of of great signings i guess that guayhi thing um i'm not super familiar he he played mostly for chelsea's u23 team i believe um so so i didn't get to see a, a ton of him uh, ton of his he made, he made a few appearances a handful yeah but uh he the last two seasons he's been with uh swansea and okay. has done really well and they were in the he helped him get into the playoff for okay. the championship so all right so he's he's a very solid player and a, he's a he's a fucking rock he's listed at 1.82 meters so he's like a little over six feet yep. and uh i'm sure he's at least 200 because uh, yeah it. he looks but, thick as fuck dude his neck is is hella fat yeah, he so, kind of reminds me of Onyewu. He's kind yeah. of got a, got a similar build, a little slimmer, but he's got that big-ass head. So you know he's going to be a vertical threat. But Powell signed him for a five-year deal, so they're invested in him. Yeah, well, that's good. Um, I hope he I hope he works out for them. And then I'll be curious to see if they bring in anybody on the attacking end because um, they got rid of Andros Townsend, who actually was okay-ish um, last season. It looked like he went to Everton on a free, huh? 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Going so he 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 got let go. We might have talked about that last time, but yeah, they they're in. There must be in negotiations with uh, with quite a few of these players, um, like you said, Sacco and and Gary Cahill. That's two. That's two really big things. Those are their two main center backs, um, besides uh, Scott Dan. So we'll have to see. Um, I'm. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna have to or gonna be predicting Palace to to finish the season. Things things could be sh- uh, shaken up there for sure. The last five six seasons, they've always finished in between twelve and fourteen. They yeah. they cannot. They've never gotten mi- above mid table. So, uh, yeah. and I'm looking here another signing. They're looking to get is Quebec. They're looking. They're interested in him. Yeah. After what he did at Liverpool, vaguely or briefly, I should say. So. That could be a young partnership. We don't know uh, how solid a young partnership in the Prem with low experience could be. Could turn out to be very good with the, their athleticism and um, and their playing under Vieira. They can learn a lot. Uh, he's a very defensive-minded guy. So could be interesting. But I'm, I'm leaning, if I'm honest, I'm leaning more towards the disaster thing with him because it's <laughs> never turned out well um, in the MLS and also in Liga. But um, this is his best opportunity to with with what the squad he has is going to be the most talent he's had so he can lean more on zaha and eze and uh these younger guys with a lot of potential and talent to carry him a little bit but there's going to be matches where substitutes are going to be major and tactics are going to be key with how you go up especially against big clubs uh like like the big six and all them and especially lester now so there's going to be times where it's the points are going to rely on what his decisions are. And I don't know if he's going to be able to make the right ones, but um, I know the first few weeks are, it's all the, all the stories are going to be more focused on him rather than the team. So he just brings that with his, with his, uh, what's the word, his persona or his uh, presence. uh, Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Presence. Yeah. Sure. Um, Yeah. I, Uh, I can see that. (laughs) I can definitely see it blowing up. Um, uh, moving on now to Everton, um, we already touched on them signing Townsend on a free. Yep. Uh, Be- this is where Begovic ah. went because they lost Robin Olsen. He went back to Roma, so their replacement is Begovic, who has played for numerous clubs in the Prem, started with Bournemouth, then went to Chelsea, and before that he was with Stoke. So he's well-versed in the Premier League in that. Um, he- he's one of few goalies that have scored a Premier League goal. Um, so And then... The most recent signing is uh, Damari Gray, yep. left winger, formerly of Leicester. Uh, they got him from Bayern Leverkusen on a cheap $2 million deal. Um, he played, he, I think he played a lot of time, most of his time for Leicester, and did, was in, uh, involved in a lot of goals. And I think they're looking more in the potential. He hasn't showed the results, but there's a lot of upside to him. He's 25, so he's got some more time to grow as a player. And I think... Um, Bringing him in Townsend in really reinforces that width and the attack, which uh, and speed really that they've missed because when they didn't have DCL, they threw Richarlison up there and he was kind of isolated, and they didn't have anybody else to really help him. So focusing on the wingers, I think it's huge for them. It really opens up their their um, their team and how they play with the tactics. And obviously, we touched on the beginning. Richarlison's in the Olympics right now, so we'll see. When the season starts, if they rest him just for first few games, because um, he's probably going to be having heavy legs coming back from Tokyo. So, yeah. Um, and then one more thing before I toss it over to you: there, there's talks of potentially getting Koulibaly in 
Um, I think Benitez has worked with him before. I don't know if he was with Napoli before. He, yeah, he was. Yeah, so obviously managers have influence on players from previous teams. So I think that'd be a great sign because last year he was all the talk of potentially going to Liverpool when they needed a center back. So yeah. And there's nowhere, no one really else that's um, talking with him right now. So I think that would be a good spine of the team right there. Yeah, I was going to bring up the Koulibaly thing. Um, the Damari mm-hmm. Gray signing is, uh, it's all right. Um, I don't think he was that impressive for Leverkusen. So we'll see how it... He was only there for the one year. Yeah, so we'll have to see how it turns out. Um, he is obviously English, so... That, you know that that has, the quota. It definitely has an effect um, on on performance in the, the Premier League, but um, the Begovic thing's great. I think that's awesome. You have you have Moise Keane, uh returning, so maybe a, a strike partnership alongside DCL. I think they playing together could be like unbelievable um, with with uh, Richarlison out on the wing. But um, the Koulibaly thing is worth is definitely worth mentioning. He, I read an article the other day, his transfer value, like his, his estimated, his market value has gone so, so far down in just a year. And he didn't play awfully last year uh, for Napoli, but he also wasn't as good as the prior year. And I think right now is probably the time to pounce like if Everton can pounce and get him at a discounted price because he wants to come play for Benitez who he's played for before I mean that would be that would be unbelievable I think that would be a absolute top tier signing for Everton and they need to do whatever they possibly can to get that done because that will elevate Everton to to a you know a pedigree that they have not been at defensively in a long time yeah, it'll put them into uh, consideration when we do predictions into like that top eight area. But yeah. Napoli last season finished fifth, so they're not in the Champions League. So he'll be in the Europa League. But that's one thing Napoli has over Everton right now because Everton isn't in any European competitions. So it'll be tough to, to convince him to come because they have to do it now. He's at an age now at 30 where he's not going to have many more years in him. And he's going to want to win as much as he can now. So if they can convince him to come, that's a huge fucking signing for them. Definitely up there for one of the best. And if they can get him at a discounted price, like you were saying, that'd be even better. Um, but mo- the, only, the only other person they let go of Everton uh, is Bernard. He went to the, the Emirates or the Arab, was it UAE? He's going to play there, just get his paycheck and get a nice little tan. Um, he didn't really last long there. He had a lot of potential. They got him from the Ukrainian. Yeah, they got him from Shakhtar. Yep, Shakhtar. He, he, he didn't really do too much, but all those little yeah. Brazilian guys kind of just fizzle out for the most mm-hmm. part. Yeah, but they're making up with Gray and Townsend because they let go to Balassi and Walcott. So yep. they're about on par with their wingers getting new blood in. But uh, if they can get the Koulibaly deal done by next week, we'll have something else to talk about and praise them for. Yeah, but, I can't uh, wait. I hope they get him. Yeah, but moving on, we have Leeds. They haven't really, they haven't done Nothing. any new business since um, we last touched on them. Uh, actually, they did sign Lewis Bates. That was one of the youngsters that Chelsea let go. Uh, he went there. He didn't want to re-sign a senior contract because he didn't think uh, long-term it'd work out. He'd get enough playing time. And I think good move on him. Uh, because Chelsea is notorious for youth prospects not getting any first-team time, so that's smart on him to get out while he can. And I think Leeds is a great team to go. I think they have a lot of potential, and 
the attacking midfield area is huge because I don't really think that was an area they they um showed for really because uh they were kind of playing that uh Tyler Roberts there dropped in as a shadow striker. Um they had click in there for a little bit. Um Pablo Hernandez at times who who did leave, I think he retired. Or no, he left, sorry. He's he was thirty six. So I think there's minutes there for him to play. I think he's nineteen or something right now. Um, that's a huge move for them. And I think Leeds are looking for one or two more signings. But um, yeah, there's I think two they've guys. Done... I'm going to bring them up. Yeah, you, you can touch on that. So they're looking at Ryan Kent, who opted to sign for Rangers um, before. Leeds are still keeping tabs on him. Um, he was heavily linked with them before he, he decided to go to Rangers. And it seems that, that Leeds are really interested in, in getting him if they can for a cut rate. Um, he played all right for Rangers, nothing fantastic. And then the other guy, um, Matt, you're probably familiar with Jeremy Boga, um, yeah. re- really talented um, winger, played for Sassuolo. They finished eighth um, last season in Serie A. Uh, not a ton of, not a ton of um, statistics. You know, he had four goals and I think two assists, but. He was dynamic out on the wing for them. Um, drew a lot of defenders and cleared up the center of the park um, for for guys to push forward. And I think he's a ch- I think he was a Chelsea product. He was, yeah. He yeah. was in the academy. He uh, didn't work out for him. I think he got a couple games uh, in that one season, but uh, didn't work out. And they just decided to cash in on him. So. Just another guy that you let go, you don't think the potential's there, and he can come back and bite you. That's how it yeah. happens a lot. A lot of Ch- former Chelsea players shit I mean, on us in games. How about B- Bamford was a Chelsea guy too, wasn't he? Yep, exactly. Yeah, so uh, maybe, maybe we'll see that happen. Uh, maybe Leeds will get Boga too. Um, he's, he's probably, he probably knows Bamford. Uh, they, they'd be looking to get him for around $20 million. Uh, If they can cut him down to about fifteen. I think that's really good business. Um, you know, they did get Jack Harrison in, but it can't hurt. Like it can't hurt to have, to have a couple wingers, especially if they can play with both feet, put them anywhere. Really? Exactly. Uh, I don't know how serious after that Bates signing, I don't think Bates is a first team player yeah. right away. Maybe they ease him in, but there's talks of bringing in Mateus Pereira from yep. West Brom. Uh, he popped off last year. He was their, their, uh, their easily their best player, um, creatively going forward and scoring. So, uh, yeah, a lot of attacking guys linked, um, not any defensive. That was the one thing I said that they needed because their goal difference was about even. Uh, after the last game, they were up. But um, they gave up a lot of goals. Obviously, with the style they play, they're open for it. But if they can get it, like one solid center back, I think they'd be, I think they'd be set for another top eight finish. Yeah, I agree. All right. Now we got Leicester City. Awesome. Uh, they uh, they signed um, Ryan Bertrand. I knew eventually he'd get picked up. I think that's a huge signing. They, he fills in the Fuchs uh, uh, filling right there. Oh, yeah, uh, he's, he he's an experienced left back with leadership qualities uh, that can help that defense. Um, we already know they have other players back there that are solid with Suichen and uh, Johnny Evans. Uh-huh. Uh, and they have youngsters like Fofana. And um, who's their right back? I forget. But they play with a back three at times and wing backs. They oh, have yeah, Pereira, they have, Ricardo Pereira. Yeah, they have him and Castagna. So they have yeah. a solid back line there with uh, in front of Schmeichel. So it's looking like they're 
they're bringing in the reinforcements. They want they. This is the year that they finish top four. They're pushing everything they can because the last two years they've slipped. It might be because of squad depth, and I think they're bringing in players that can fill those voids. We already talked about Daka and Sumari, so those are fuck. Those are huge signings for them to really build up the squad. And if they can keep Madison, obviously he's always linked. Uh, he's always linked to Arsenal. Yeah. Um, and they bring in maybe another reinforcement that like uh, Maitland Niles is looking to be one of them as a whole, as a midfielder in there. He probably wouldn't get as many minutes as he would as he did at uh, West Brom. So I don't know if he personally would want to do that, but it's looking like Leicester in a solid spot right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, we'll have to see if they do any more business. I think they, you know, they should do mm-hmm. a, a little bit more business um, just mm-hmm. to get some fresh legs in. But I don't, yeah. you know, I don't have any particular suggestions. So we'll have to move on to Liverpool, who I don't think have have made a ton of business either. Nope, they promoted Harvey Elliott to the first team now. Yep. Uh, he was playing in the preseason friendlies with them. Um, I don't know who this is. This, they let go of Taiwo Awani, uh, Awani, central forward. I didn't even know he was on the team. Yeah, seven mil for him, and they also let go of Gruwich, yep. who was there for a couple of years. He went to Porto on a loan, loan but to buy fee, I think. Yeah. So uh, I mean, we already know about their squad. They're always set, and with Konate back there. Um, Van Dyke comes back, Gomez. They're looking very solid. Yeah, and they have they they re-signed Carius. It looks like Carius is is going to be the backup because I heard Adrian's on his way out. Yeah, potentially. So they might be in the market for a third goalie. Yeah. So and we already touched on the Quebec stuff. Yes. Um, so yeah, moving on, Man City now. What Holy was it? Fuck, dude. <laughs> What? It's just so full. Like the guys that they bring, like they they buy all these little like people that are worth like you know half a mil, a mil names that I don't haven't seen. Old mm-hmm. people, young people, like that. So much moves in and out of the city because the, there's so much money and so much scouting. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, Man City are linked with pretty much everybody, obviously, <laughs> yeah. but um. They're not pulling the trigger. That should be. I would be shocked if they didn't sign anybody. Yeah, we're gonna um, see a big name soon. I think. Obviously, Harry Kane is the first guy on their list, but um, they let go of a striker, Lucas Nementia. They he went to Wolfsburg for eight mil, eight nine mil. So letting young guys go. Um, there were rumors about Jesus leaving, but that's definitely not gonna happen because he's their only striker with experience left in the league so they're definitely they will definitely sign a striker whether it's harry kane or not before the transfer window or i should say before the season starts yep that's definitely something they're gonna do um moving on i guess we're speed rounding this here yeah (laughs) because there's not there's not much going on with these teams Uh, man united i think varan has agreed apparently personal terms yes with so it's looking like they're gonna get their guy there which is probably the biggest signing so far yeah Um, globally probably yeah from major team to major team yeah so is he left-footed veron because that's what everybody's been complaining about they need a left-footed center back to to partner mcguire let's see but I don't think they're they're holding back on the Sancho deal until uh, Varan is confirmed, and they're gonna unveil them together. I think it's gonna be like a marketing thing like that. He's right footed. Oh, still I'm sure it's better than Lindelof. Yeah. Or Bailly, so true. 
I mean, potentially one of them could be out the window or out the door now too. Yeah, that's that's true. Can't have too many there. And then the, obviously Pogba apparently rejected a new contract. Mm-hmm. Um, he's looking to go out. So there's rumors. I know he's going to go to PSG. That's where everybody's saying. I don't know how they're signing all these people, which is ridiculous. Oil, money. <laughs> that's uh, well, they got the what? answer. They got Wijnaldum and oh, we didn't even. They got Donnarumma in goal now. I know from dude. Milan. They That's got him shame. on a free. They got Wijnaldum on a free. They got Ramos on a free. And they're gonna be scary as fuck, dude. They still have Mbappe, Neymar, and if they get Pogba, they're just set. So. Yeah, they're gonna be so good. It's got. It's actually gonna be crazy. They they will be insane in the Champions League. Yeah, replacements right now. They're looking at uh, Ruben D, Ruben Neves, I should say, from yeah. Wolves. Uh, potentially for him, he—that's a sneaky signing there. Uh, I would love to see him at a bigger club. Uh, you get more screamers coming from him, more more highlights. Uh, Jesse Lingard, uh, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer has said that he has plans for him this year. That's how it always starts out, and then the season starts. So he'll probably get loaned out in January. <laughs> probably, yeah. I really wish he would have signed for West Ham, but they're looking—they're looking elsewhere with Barkley and um. And uh, other other or uh, the Pereira West Ham was looking at Pereira too alongside um, Leeds, so not really much. Uh, Dan James potentially linked with a couple clubs. I think Leicester and um, Leeds were some of the some of the two. Not really much. I mean, what are you thinking about the Varane and Sancho? Those are pretty much done deals now. Do you I think mean, that's enough for them to push for that that uh, title? Yeah, I actually do. I don't think that you need to introduce too much into this United team because last year they started to develop some serious chemistry. I think, I mean, for all that is wrong with Ole, the boys seem to follow him. Um, They seem to have maybe had some growing pains with him at the very beginning. Um, But I think towards the end of last season that they, they, not really even the end, but the middle and the end, um, they really all kind of grew together as a unit. I don't think you want to get rid of too much, but I also don't think you want to bring too much in um, because you're going to fuck with the unit. You're going to fuck with the chemistry. Uh, bringing Veron in, like, Veron is... I don't know how good his English is. That could actually be a problem. Um, yeah. But we don't, really, we don't really think about that, but he has played in France and Spain for his whole career. Um, I'm sure he knows enough English, but... When you're when you're playing alongside fucking um, fridge boy Harry Maguire, who I don't even think he knows other languages exist, uh, that could be a serious a serious problem. But I I think Veron's talented enough where that's not going to matter too much, and he's going to be an upgrade over Lindelof, who I don't know if he speaks English either. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, the the Sancho thing, like I've said, mega overrated, mega overvalued. Uh, he'll probably make me eat my words because that's just what happens usually when I talk shit on somebody. Um, but but that's I think that's enough right now. That that's a really really um hefty wage bill. So I I don't know. United are kind of cheap usually. I don't know if they're gonna want to pay um pay a ton more than that. They're gonna offload Pogba's massive contract. I would imagine if he goes to PSG. But yeah. e- even still, you know, they'll probably just kind of cut their losses and, and pay what they got to pay. And and that'll be that, I think, for this transfer window. Maybe some, some replacements in, in January, but not now. Do you think that, that do you still think they have as good of a chance if Pogba leaves? 
to win? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, you think they have enough in the midfield there? Yeah, I think I think you're going to have to rely more on like Donnie. on fucking Fred. Um and You got to give Donnie. Yeah, true. Actually true. You got to give Donnie uh got to give Donnie his flowers and, and let him kind of try at least. Um Cuz we know McTominay's definitely in the first 11. Yeah, and he's good. I think he can play really in any of those roles, to be honest with you. Defensively, he's very good, but he can play further up too if you need him to. Um, but, but yeah, you got to give Van de Beek a, a shot, man. He's very talented. I know he, did, he didn't play a lot last season. He didn't really play at all, actually. Um, but, but his record at, at Ajax speaks for itself, and you got to give him a chance. If Paul, Pog, Paul Pogba goes... You give Van de Beek a try, and if he sucks, he sucks. You move him in January, you get somebody else in. But but they have enough guys, I think, where, where they can get it done. Um, Fred is not as much of a liability as everybody says, I don't think. So I think they, they can rely on him as like the really central guy. Yeah, I definitely see that. Okay, moving on now to another team up north, Newcastle. Yep. Um, I think just of today, they signed Mario Lamina. Uh-huh. Uh from Southampton. He played last year on loan at Fulham. Fulham yeah. So they got some depth there. They were linked potentially, obviously, with the Joe Willock. Fans want Joe Willock back for the right reasons. And also Connor Gallagher from Chelsea is another player they were looking to get on a season on loan. Yeah. Uh because we have said in their past with those long staff brothers and John Joe, uh they need more pace and athleticism in the midfield to cover spots. So I think Lamine is a good move. I think either Willock or Gallagher is a solid move. Um, I think attack-wise, they definitely need reinforcements for uh, Wilson, because obviously after he pulled his hammy, he was out for six to eight weeks. Uh, it showed that they needed help up front because Almiron wasn't giving it enough. Um, who else do they have there? I think they had not Josh King. They had somebody else there. Uh, St. Maximin was always hurt, so I think they need more more attacking options. And um, their defense is iffy at times. Obviously, they had a huge injury issues going all over the place. But yeah. um, Newcastle is a weird team. They can be in form and then go straight down out of form. So um, what are you thinking about Newcastle right now with where they're at? Do you think Lamina is a good signing to start? Yeah, I think it's a good move. I think Lamina has some talent. Um, he wasn't as dynamic for you know um, Fulham as I thought. He could have been. I think he has a lot of talent. I think it's a good move for Newcastle. I don't know if that would have been my my first priority. Um, but but yeah, it's fine. At least they're doing some business. Uh, we've we've seen Newcastle in the past sometimes just like really not do enough business business. Um, I think they're they're really just kind of relying on um, on Saint Max. So I hope he has a great season. I, think, I hope so too. I I love him. I mean, I think he is unbelievable. Um, yes, and I really want to see him succeed. So I honestly, dude, I hate to put it on him, put everything on him, but um, a lot of Newcastle success, I think, rides with St. Max. Hey, Callum Wilson's a solid player too. Yeah, I mean, he, he is. Ended up actually, like 12, 13 goals. He's a solid player. He most of the time he was at Bournemouth. He did well. Yeah. So th- there's definitely potential there. But and he I definitely... was injured too last season. That's, yeah, he that's was. But as of right now, I don't see them finishing above 13th, in my I opinion. I don't either. I think it's going to be another another grind, grind-ass season for that. Yeah, there's going to be relegation scares for a little bit. Uh, talking about relegation, uh, we have a new team, Norwich. 
Yep. Uh, probably the team that has done the most business. Um, they bring back Ang- Angus Gunn, who was a Academy product. They went to Man City, uh, and then Southampton. Now he's back in Norwich. Uh, we know Ben, ben Gibson, Rashika, yeah. an attacking player. So they really, they are, and Billy Gilmore, obviously. So they, they are bulking up this squad yep. uh, with a lot of talent to hope to stay up for the first year. And then once they stay up, they're going to reinvest even more. So obviously, big loss was Buendia. Um, and their attack and drive last season, he created a lot. So they're going to really need to make up for that with Rashika and Gilmore and any new people. And then we were already talking about uh, Todd Cantwell potentially leaving. Uh, yeah. I don't think they'll leave, but they're not going to lose too many of their players. They're they're a new team, and I don't think they'll get plucked off that bad. So uh, Norwich was uh, with um, Daniel Fark as their manager. He's still around. He stayed at with them after they got dropped. Yeah. Uh, and and it's saying here he signed a four year extension. So he's their long term guy. I agree. I think he's a great manager for them. He he's he's composed and. He's always very friendly, so that's nice to have as a manager. It's probably a dark side to him that we don't see, but um, Norwich is always an iffy team. I mean, they can get they can get absolutely fucking pumped. They're they're definitely a team that can do that. They're going to be like the West Brom this year, I would think. Um, they re-signed Hanley. I think their club captain at center back, Scotsman. Um, I mean, other than that, I don't really have much to say about him. Yeah, uh, I don't either. I kind of hope that Norwich like definitely stay up. I think the the prem is better when when they're around. Um, they're they're always like a weird kind of um, relegation team. But I mean, you yeah. you remember like the the absolute madness with with Pookie, right? Like you remember yeah, that season? There. Yeah, and he's still there. So I think like they're a very fun team to watch. They're more they're more. Um, they're more dynamic in attack than some of the other like lower tier teams that are up and you know up and down constantly. Uh, Watford, Bournemouth, like teams like that. So I think the Prem is better when Norwich is up, and and I'm excited to see what they have to offer for us this year. It's always it's always fun to watch. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, moving on now, we have Southampton. Um, they let go of Lamina, but now there's potential rumors that um, they're going to bring in Adam Adam Armstrong yes. from Blackburn. He was the EFL Player of the Year in the championship. He scored 28 goals last year, which is crazy. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, so that is, and especially with the Danny Ings rumors right now, he wants to leave. Um, he's potentially looking to go to Tottenham and partner up with Harry Kane up top. That's the rumors, but I don't know how serious that's going to be if he leaves. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ings is upset, and he doesn't want to stay at Southampton anymore. That I can say is true. He wants to win some stuff. Yeah. And Southampton's not the team to do that. So uh, if if uh, Adam Armstrong's definitely a good replacement, especially after last year with the year he had. Um, uh, Maitland-Niles, he, this is the other team that's potentially looking to get him. A very hot commodity, especially after letting Lamina go. They're going to need some depth there. Um. What do you think? Let me just start there with the Danny Inks thing. Do you think it's crucial they keep him for their hopes to stay up? Um, if they're not eyeing anybody else, yeah. Uh, Southampton is not like a huge draw, and unless they're gonna like stick a syringe full of roids into Theo Walcott and get him at striker striker level pace again, 
Um, I, I don't think that, that he's necessarily going to be like a, uh, an option to, to put up there in replacement for, for Ings if he leaves. So I think you you need to eye another striker before you even think about letting Ings leave. Uh, I would honestly just pay him what he wants because he's been there for a while now, and I think he fits into their system, and I, I think he's very good when he's healthy. Um I think they could probably get a decent deal done for him, you know, to extend him. Yeah, and Southampton confirmed a signing of a Chelsea, another Chelsea youngster, Daniel Simu. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm going to keep saying that. Can't say 19, 19-year-old defender, um, just to build up in the depth. But, yeah, I think Southampton right now are one of the teams looking the worst right now in the transfer market for me. Yeah. Uh, we move to Tottenham. Uh, obviously, a Harry Kane saga. I think Harry Kane is on this website is the most valued player in the Premier League. I yeah. think he's at like a hundred and what was it, a hundred and sixty, hundred and fifty something. Yeah, and still no news. Hundred thirty-two. Yeah. So, I mean, if the if uh if Tottenham keeps him, that's huge. But they need depth around him to really push. Obviously, Son is his 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 Robin. So they're gonna need some depth out of the other crew, but um, it's tough with Daniel Levy as your um, uh, as your guy negotiating because he's he's a fucking scumbag. Yeah, True. I don't know. There, there's rumors right now with um Davinson Sanchez leaving, and potentially they're gonna bring in a La Liga defender to replace him. They're linked with Pedro Neto. That would be a big signing for them, um, to help relieve Son of the stress. And also the likes of uh, Lucas, he could fill in that bail, the bail void now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see what Nuno brings. Is he gonna bring in the Wolf style, the three four three, or is he gonna, or is he gonna try something different? Yeah, that's true. I'll be really, oh, excuse me, interested to see what Nuno does with this team. Um, not a ton of Portuguese guys, so let's see if he can work that Portuguese blood magic. <laughs> Uh, because mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that was like that was like seventy percent of what he did with with Wolves was because he he had such great chemistry with the other Portuguese mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, nothing really else going on with Tottenham. No, nobody um, significant has come in. Um, so we move on to the last team that's been promoted. We have Watford. Um. They are another team investing a lot. Um, they're getting a lot of free free transfers. Yeah, uh, jo- Josh King is one of them. That's a big signing for that's them. That's huge. Got him on a free from Everton. Very short stint for King at Everton. What was he there? He was there for one season. Yeah, one he, season. Oh, no, he was there for the just the the winter. He was there for like four months. <laughs> so, I mean, that's huge for Watford. There, he's good depth for um, Troy Deeney and uh, other players up there. It's tough to keep up with these new teams because they they have so much activity. They just signed so many out. like bullshit. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's just guys to fill the roster, honestly, because they they get some money for getting promoted. You can spend mm-hmm. a little bit, but these are all guys that you're gonna see head out by January, probably loaned out at least, if not sold. Um, and you know, if if not by January, then by by next year. They've um, already brought in three strikers, including King. They have Ashley Fletcher from Middlebur- Middlesbrough and also Emmanuel Dennis from uh, Bruges. So, no. so they have at least four or five attackers up there for Troy Deeney. Um, 
bulking up in the midfield, defense, they're all all over the place. So um, I like Watford because I started watching Ben, what's his name? Ben Foster, is that his name? The goalie. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. I've been watching his YouTube channel, The Cycling Goalkeeper. Yeah. It's good content over there. Now that he's back in the Prem, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch with the behind the scenes kind of stuff yeah, with what cool. goes on. That'd be cool. So, yeah, he's turn- He's a really cool guy. I watch all his content. Um, but um, Watford out of the out of the three promoted teams are kind of in the middle for me. I like Norwich, and then I got Watford, and then Brentford's on the bottom. Yeah, I agree. Right now for me. So we'll see what they do. Um, they're definitely going to bring in at least one or two more people, I would have to say. Yeah. Um, they still have a chance for another big signing. They have plenty of money. Um, moving on, West Ham. West Ham, a team that did very well last season, um, but have not brought in anybody significant. They signed Craig Dawson on a permanent after his loan from Watford. And uh, they let go of Philippe, Philippe, Philippe Anderson. Yeah, Felipe Anderson gone back to Porto or off to Porto. He no, he went to Lazio. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. He was on loan at Porto, wasn't he? Yeah, last season last they loaned season. him out to Porto. Yeah, it was it was weird because they brought him in for forty mil. Yep, and they only get back three. That is awful business. I mean, it was an L. Like he just didn't play for them. He was kind of like Willian. You know what I mean? Some of these Brazilian yeah. wingers, you you get in like there. There's a history of this throughout th- throughout footballing history. Like very flashy, talented, quick, pacey players, and then they just they get in and they don't fit because the football is so different. And Felipe mm-hmm. Anderson, I think, is one of those guys. He played in Italy. Bef- did he come from? Where did he come from? Who's that? Felipe Anderson. He, they got he played in Italy, before. I think, at one point. Yeah, he was with Lazio originally, and yeah. before that, uh, he came from Santos. Santos in the Brazilian league. Okay, so yeah, he's back to Lazio. Um, I think he'll he'll do better there. But wow, yeah, you're right. I mean, that is an absolutely massive uh, transfer deficit on on Felipe Anderson. They got fucking washed. Yeah, that's poor business for Moyes and the boys. Yeah. Um, but I mean, West Ham's not really linked with anybody. They're just trying to plug holes on the on a leaking ship they're making sure they don't lose rice um i think i keep saying it their best move is to get abraham they need they need a solid striker up there and he's he's proven he can do a good job and i agree michael antonio's injury prone he has hammy issues so to give that different versatility up there would be huge and i mean he i mean moise is good at converting wingers into strikers yeah um at times so if they want to go that route, go for it. Work your magic. But there's definitely some signings they need to make if they want to repeat going into a, a top six finish. And, I mean, they have to deal with uh, squad depth issues with the Europa League Europa now. League, They're in yeah. that. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. That's crazy. We, we, might, we might see West Ham crumble in the league due to the Europa League schedule. Yeah, so that's they might not something have to definitely. That's definitely something to take into consideration. Very quiet for West Ham, considering the fact that they just need depth, guys for depth, you know. Mm-hmm. But you got to prioritize one of the leagues. That's fine, of course. You're 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 not gonna be able to keep up the the performance you had in the Prem last season, probably. Um, I just don't think yeah. that's realistic. But you would expect them to be bringing in more guys because they are th- their first team is gonna be run fucking ragged. 
Yeah, we, I mean, Suchek played every game. Yeah. Uh, there was there was a Kufal played a lot of minutes. Rice obviously played a lot of minutes. Uh, they rotated to the attackers a lot because they had the most depth there. But um, yeah, I mean, defense, defensive midfielders is where they really need to bulk up, I'd say, and a forward. Yeah, I agree. So uh, moving on, lastly, we got Wolves. We already touched on Neto linked with Tottenham. Don't know how serious that's going to be. Um, other than that, I mean new manager so he's got to get his influence and some of his guys in there we talk, we already talk about how managers pluck from their old clubs um there's rumors they're linked with the ac milan striker rafael leo um he, the striker was at 25 mil so just, they don't really have anything concrete yet going forward they're also trying to keep some players make sure they don't get plucked off um after having the year they did some players might want to abandon ship uh, especially if they don't like the new manager now. But um, I think good business. We already touched on in the past the Trincao loan from Barcelona. He's a top quality player to bring in. Yeah. Um, and they fully signed that uh, Ait Nori uh, wingback who is uh, 20 years old. He's young in the French league. But um, I think a big loss for them is Rui Patricio. Um, he was a huge leader for those guys back there. Um, but like for like, they get another Portuguese goalie in uh, Zhao Say. So, or Jose Say, I should say. Oh, that was weird how that worked out like that. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Wolves is in a weird spot for me. Right now, I'd say they're in that like 14, 15 area. Yeah. I... <sighs> That's probably true. Um, it's hard for me to say, you know, they're going to contend like they have in years past because I think Nuno was so integral to their whole system there. I'm really right. curious to see how Raul Jimenez plays this year. Um, I'm kind of worried that his, his career is over after that head injury. I mean, that shit was fucking unbelievable. He's back. Yeah, no, I know he's back, but I just mean like, I, I don't know if he's going to be the same player. That That's what I should have said. Okay. Um, I, I think that when you have an injury like that, it does. It it must change you. Like it must change the way that you play the game. And he's a big aerial guy. Um, and I just think like, I know he's gonna be playing in like one of the head thingies. Um, but I don't know, bro. I I have a bad feeling that the sh he's not gonna be the same. Yeah, we're gonna have to wait and, uh, to see in the beginning of the year. But yeah. um. That concludes the Premier League wrap-up. That was probably over an hour there, but yeah. we tried our best to condense all the information. Um, but the last couple of minutes, touch on the other clubs around the world. Um, Germany's pretty quiet. Uh, we already talked about PSG doing their business, keeping it tidy, trying to uh, reclaim the Liga title after not winning it this year. Um, Barcelona, by far out of every club, is having an absolute mare. Yeah, they, um, they are. are doing they are on a fire sale they have listed i think eight first team players uh those leading the list are griezmann and um who else was on here Longley, center back uh coutinho potentially going to be leaving because i find that crazy how um they signed coutinho for 130 mil and at most they're going to get 20 back for him if he leaves i've seen Griezmann the same, same thing. He get they said Griezmann's contract is like half a mil a week. Holy fuck. For Griezmann? 
They brought him in for two years. They won one Copa del Rey, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's he, a tough it, scene. And he's going to go back to Atletico or something. That's a tough scene. It truly there, is. There, there was rumors for a swap deal with Saul, their central midfielder, yes. who's a solid player. Yep. Um, he was linked with Liverpool for a little bit, but I don't know. I think out of any team in the world, Barcelona right now is having the worst time. If they can't sell any of these guys, they're not going to be able to confirm the signings they've already made. Yeah. Because the, I think I saw they had to pay a hundred mil or something, or two hundred mil to the league to make up for like financial, um, breaking the rule with like financial issues. Yeah, yeah. And also, they're dealing with the the Champions League drama with the Super League. Yeah, of course. The Madrid and Juventus, so. I don't know how it's going to work out for them this year. That and, could I mean, be a nightmare for them, big time. And I mean, they're not going to have Messi forever. I think if the, once they get rid of Messi, they're going to have to like a clean bill. Yeah, they're going to have to clean clean the books. They're always going to be Barca, though. Like always, always going to be Barcelona. They've they've had to. I don't know if they've been in financial situation like this before. Like this is pretty fucking bad. It's very dire. Um. I, I don't ever remember Barca having a fire sale like they are right now because they literally they listed like ten players that they want to get rid yeah. of, um, and they're just they're, they're kind of like trying to truck chug along. But I don't know, shit looks really bad. But right. I'm kind of hopeful that that Barca will always be Barca, and you know they won't they won't have one of those. You remember when Juve went down after the match fixing thing and kind of had to like fully remake their name and everything yeah yeah i think like i'm hoping that doesn't happen to barca because i have i have a lot of love in my heart for barcelona as a club like messi is easily our generation's best player maybe the best player ever um yeah like i think the argument can be made for that and we i've just seen so many amazing players go through there obviously that's where Henri went after arsenal um, that was big. Yaya Torre, Eto, like I watched Ronaldinho. Um, yep. these are guys that, that literally just, uh, the game hasn't been played quite like, quite like that. Um, since that team actually. Um, and, and I have a lot of love for them. So hopefully they don't, they don't get too fucked up. Yeah. Going up to Italy, uh, Locatelli's potentially going to be going to Juventus bulk up the midfield there. Um, AC Milan, we already talked about them getting Giroud. Uh, now there's talks about James Rodriguez going there. Oh, of um, course. He's definitely going to leave before the season starts. He's, he's The only reason he was brought to the Prem was because of Ancelotti. Um, Ancelotti. So um, Italy's kind of popping off a little bit. Um, and then we already talked about Liga. So anything else you want to add? Anything else besides the transfer rumor? Uh, not really. I mean, the NBA Finals is done. Um, as yeah. I told Matt, like I did not have a rooting interest at all. I didn't bet on one Finals game. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I just didn't care. I was so invested all season, even up until the ECF, um, and and WCF. Like, you know, my team was out in the division series, but, um, yeah, I just. I don't know. Like there was something weird about it. I just, I just couldn't get into the finals. Um, and it was by all accounts and, and all metrics, a, a very good finals. I just, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't give a fuck about Giannis. 
Um, well, I saw he said he's an Arsenal fan. Maybe I care a little bit more about Giannis, <laughs> but um, I think he's um, like I think Giannis is awesome. I think he's great. I think yeah. he's an unbelievable player. I'm really glad that the um, that mortgaging their future, like um, the Bucks, because they did. You know, they brought in Drew Holiday. They went all and, in. Yeah, of course, and they, and they pay their guys that they wanted to pay, um, and they kept Giannis, and and he was one of those guys that maybe was gonna was gonna leave if they didn't make the moves they did. So. I think that's awesome. Like, it's great to see a team like Milwaukee, who is a small market team. Um, Wisconsin's a big sports town or a big sports state with the Packers and everything. Um, but regardless, like, Milwaukee is a small market NBA team. Yeah, um, 100%. It's more of a football football city, town, state, whatever the fuck. Um, College so, town. Yeah, it, it was great. Like, it was it was awesome to see the, the Bucks win. Um, but I'm ready for the next season. Like, I feel like I just feel kind of cheated because I would have really liked to see if I didn't see the Sixers, like I wanted to see the Nets, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, you wanted to see an all-star lineup. Cause they have so many stars and like for all of Kyrie's weird nonsense and lunacy, um, he's so fun to watch. Yeah. He does things with the basketball that no other player I've ever seen does, like since AI probably. Um so so yeah, I I, I feel a little cheated and, and weird about this finals, but I'm excited uh for for an off-season free agency and then um and then, you know, the restart of the season in in the fall. Yeah, I mean, it's like the prem, it's right around the corner. Oh, yep. you got October, you got three three short months, so yeah, and you have a, you have a lot of stuff to keep you occupied. In the meantime, we're gonna have NFL, college football, Premier League, all the other leagues. So yeah, I'm hyped. there's plenty, plenty. It's, it's it's we're coming up on the best time of the year, in my opinion. I'm sure you agree. Yeah, I uh, with all the with all the major sports coming back across the world. So. I can't wait. Uh, other than that, thank you guys so much for watching, or I shouldn't say watching since our videos or our cameras are still messed up but um thank you for listening uh if you're listening on spotify soundcloud post uh, post 20 our apple podcasts i'm so out of it i took a week off like out of the groove um just hit the follow uh make sure you guys share with people with your friends family uh help us grow as a channel um and also check out our old content on the youtube and also the other streaming platforms hit that red subscribe button uh, hit the notification bell over on YouTube so you're notified whenever we post new content, whether it's a live stream or uh, one of these episodes, just in a video format. Um, and uh, follow us on our socials, I should say, at Post20Pod, Instagram and Twitter, if you guys want to follow stuff on there whenever it comes up. Uh, and other than that, Evan, anything else you want to plug or add or anything coming up for you? No, that's, that's really it. I think Matt and I are probably going to switch the recording day to wednesdays yes. now um yeah. but that's like not the the podcast might still go up on thursdays uh i don't i don't know um or oh my dog's barking that's my cue to go but yeah that's the only thing i wanted to, to quickly touch on it's it's not that big a deal nothing's going to change for you guys um, yeah well with the like we said with the news with the football coming back and the um things coming back in this like school reopening and my club soccer stuff we're gonna probably delve back into those uh mini series episodes our solo episodes so we might i think the main recording on wednesday could be good and then uh two other days we could pick out for our individual shows yeah. so then we have more content for you guys to listen to so three to three things a week 
uh, more content, more different variety of, of content for you to listen to besides just Premier League stuff. So just to grow and for you guys to learn more about us and our other interests. So I think that could be good for starting in the fall. Yep. All right. That's it, guys. We'll, uh, we'll see you next, uh, next week. All right. And everybody take care.